grab your favorite beverage, kick up your feet as you ascend with me into the joy portal of soul reflections, fresh perspectives, fun ideas, and wisdom. Light to light and heart to heart. Smile and breathe even deeper as together we will soar above the perception of all hurdles and shine brightly as the light we are. Namaste and welcome to Light Laughter and Lattes. My name is Jerry Hapstreet. I'm a Vesa Quantum Healer, Medical Intuitive, Self-Ascension Intuitive Counselor, and your host for Light Laughter and Lattes on Oneness Talk Radio. So welcome everyone. If you are with me live today, via YouTube or Oneness Talk Radio Facebook. Come on in, jump in the chat, say hi. I love to see who is all here and to, to join in the show. So jump on in and say hi. Um, so today we are getting really close. We're about mm, a week or so, a little more than that away from a crystalline full moon. So things are kind of amping up after they've already been amped up. So I'm hope, I think you're all probably feeling a little bit of that. And we have the equinox coming up too. So we have, there's a lot going on this March. Um, besides spring in the air. So it is an exciting time to be alive for sure. And so my topic today uh, is about being stuck in a box. <laughs> um, you know, this, this is something that has, has just happened to me and I have been so good at keeping myself out of a box for so many years. I mean, just in the nature of what I do as being a medical intuitive and energy healing is an out of the box, um, is an out of the box type of profession as well. So um, this, (laughs) hi, hi, Angel. So this is an experience that I just went through and I thought it would be of some value for all of you. Um, I found myself in a routine like so many of us often do where you get up and you're kind of doing the same old thing. Um, Maybe you have a job and you're going to the same, you know, same old hours and you're coming home. Maybe you're exercising or you have your patterns, right? We all do this. Um, It's the nature of our society. And it's also the nature of our ego. Our ego loves patterns. Our ego loves to know what's coming up next. Our ego loves boxes. And so I found myself in this pattern and I was starting to lose my joy. I was starting to lose my excitement. Um, I thrive on newness. Maybe not everyone does. A lot of people are very, very comfortable in a box. And so this was starting to get me down, getting me down a little bit. Um, it, it felt confining to me. And so I have a little story. Um, the universe does a great job of speaking to me through, you know, through things people say, through Facebook posts that show up by what shows up around me. If I'm aware and I'm present, 
I can always find signs or signals of what what my energy field is attracting and what I need to do to shift it. So I was substitute teaching on this day. I was teaching a um, a speech communication class, and the students were learning how to stand up in front of the class and give a one minute speech. And there was a um, a bucket full of one or two, three words, and they needed to pull a piece of paper from this bucket and give a one minute speech on what they pulled. And so I had seven periods of this. And the first period, someone pulled out of the bucket, um, stuck in a box. And so the student had to talk for one minute about being stuck in the box. And there were several other things they had to talk about as well. And the next period, I, I put them back in, shook them up. The next period came in and one of the students came in um, and picked a bucket and they picked stuck in a box as well. Now, this bucket was full of, of hundreds of different topics. And this student did their one minute thing on stuck in a box. And this went on for the first four periods. I tried to bury this stuck in the box. And no matter where I put it, the kids would continue to pull it out. And I thought, gee, you know, darn, I, I'm doing some different thing. I'm taking some different dance classes. I'm seeing some different, you know, dance teachers. So I'm not really in a box. And the next period following that, of course, another student again pulled out the stuck in a box. And his comment was, well, I guess if I was stuck in a box and got bored, I'd probably dance. I like to dance. And I almost lost it with laughter. So what I'd been doing is really, I was still in the box. I was just decorating the box with going to different dance classes. I really hadn't changed things that much. I had just changed one thing. So I got very clear <laughs> that I needed to do more to step out of the box. Um, what happens is when you are in a box like that, you you don't make room for your ego, or you don't make room for your soul, excuse me, to offer you new wisdom, to offer you new suggestions, to give you insight on what will inspire you. It's kind of a self, it's self-imposed walls that the ego puts up so that you feel safe, right? And we all like that. We are, the ego likes that. If we step out of the box, there's, there's change. There, 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 there's the risk of change. And the ego would rather, I mean, even if you are in misery, the ego would rather you stay in the known misery than to risk something that it doesn't know. So it, it's so sly that way. <laughs> it really doesn't have your joy in its best interest. It just has your safety in the known in your best interest. And so your soul is what knows your true joy, right? Your soul knows your true best interests and it can't get in if you've created these self-imposed walls around you. So um, 
I decided, okay, I needed to do something very different. I needed to stop this schedule that I was doing, and I was doing a lot of substitute teaching along with doing healing work with clients. And oftentimes I was doing both and had a really busy, you know, um, schedule. And so I decided, okay, I'm not going to get up. I'm going to, tomorrow morning, I'm not going to get up and go to work. I'm just going to wake up and see what I'm guided to do. And I did this for a full week. Almost had many little, um, not panic attacks, but wake up with a super, super busy mind. And, oh, God, what's going to happen, right? The ego will go through, you need to pay your bills. You need to do this. I went through all the values of what I was getting from it. Now I'm not getting that. And it's, you know, probably similar to being fired or laid off from work, right? And you go through this stage of, oh, God, what am I going to do? Everything has changed. And though this is a good thing, the ego ego panics. And that's what mine did. I had a mini panic every single morning. So I finally decided, okay, um, I'm just going to go, you know, I didn't know what to do. But I thought, I'll, I'll start with my to-do list. I have lots of things that I can do um, because I'd been working so much. Now, now I have a day I'll just go do my to-do list. And I kind of started doing this little panicking around um, getting all my to-do list done. And I thought, no, 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 I'm not going to do that. I'm going to let go of the mind even more. And I'm just going to offer myself day of fun with no schedule, no plans, even though I had all these things I have to do. And I started out going to a new store that I hadn't been to before. I went to a couple of them and I thought, well, gee, if I'm here, look at this. I'm really close to this place where I know there's a birthday present for a friend. I'll stop there and pick it up. So I did that. Then I went off to a break new coffee shop called The Alchemist. Isn't that a cool name? And while I was way over in the other end of town at this new coffee shop, hey, I'm right next to this bead shop that I needed to go to. So I stopped there. So I allowed myself a full day of just flowing, just mindlessly going where I wanted to go with no plans, no time, no clock, right? Sometimes that could be a real strong ego confinement. And I had so much fun. I got home and realized that I had done every single thing on my to-do list, completely unplanned. But some of the places would just happen to be by the places I was having fun at. Like magic, I got my to-do list done without even realizing it. And I was in such presence and joy in being in the moment that it was like I remembered things without the list. They just came to me because I was present, right? I made space for my soul to nudge me on all those intentions that I had set forth that we often think we have to write down or we'll forget. And so there was so much value in that day, so much value in being able to trust the guidance, trust the flow, trust to be able to just be in the moment and flow and know that you will be taken care of. Um, 
let me see. I'm going to take a little peek at my notes. Um, you know, sometimes something that happens if you are stuck in a box, say your same old routine, and if you're still finding a lot of joy in it, that's one thing. But if you're losing your joy, that's when bigger things often will happen, such as disease or illness, right? Sometimes catching a cold is just a way for the body to say, I need a timeout from this pattern. Or an accident is a brilliant way of the soul getting through saying, okay, stop, turn around, we need a change in pattern. Um, getting fired or laid off. Those are all ways that our soul brings us a clear message that we need to stop and do something different. And being a medical intuitive, I'm very aware of these. So I knew that I needed to consciously do something different or I, I was going to have a bigger experience ahead of me. <laughs> um, so some, some of the things you can do. I know it can be challenging if you have a nine-to-five job because you, you, there's an automatic pattern there. Can you somehow change the schedule? Can you work, you know, extra long a few days and in between every other day have a day off? Can you mix up your schedule a little bit? Can you drive to work in a different direction? I mean, even little things like changing the kind of toothpaste you use. It sounds simple, but that's something that helps break the patterns. Can you shift, you know, if you're doing an exercise, can you do a different exercise? Um, start making different foods, add something different into your routine. You know, mix yourself up any way you can in little ways, and those will help disrupt patterns. Even going on a fast will help disrupt the patterns. And so as I did this, um, I started a rebirth process in myself, and I started finding a lot more joy and more excitement. And it, this, this brought new people into my life. It brought new experiences into my life. And so it's a really, um, it's simple things you can do to break that pattern of the ego to allow yourself to be more available. And I'm going to take a little peek at the chat. <laughs> I'm reading. I'm reading the notes about the ego. The ego is a constant, ongoing challenge, especially if you are on the path of self-ascension. Because if your intention is to constantly lift in consciousness. And we have all these up levels that we're having each each month. We're having up level new moons and up level full moons. And the ego freaks out over all of these. And so it's a constant thing that we have to look at. This, this ego that is like a little child needs constant love, constant reassurance, you know, and it's so connected to the body so that the body needs constant love. And all of those things are just great things we can do to help it relax so it sits in the back seat and allows your expansion. Yeah, yeah, I'm reading all the things that that everyone here would love to do. And we are we are really right now in the time too of 
um, you know, are, are you rather be glad that you did it or wish you would have done it, right? And I know a lot of people are feeling this way. I've been nudged one whole day. I went, all of my Facebook posts were people that were on vacation, all of them. And I thought, okay, what am I being shown here? And I was shown very clearly that I needed to go on an adventure, right? Um, think about vacations, especially if you're going somewhere new. Your ego has no context because you've never been there. So, I mean, you can try plan out the vacation in details. I'm going to go here and there. And so that's a bit of ego control. When I go on vacation, I tend to just show up and go with the flow and, you know, kind of allow the magic in, meet the people and say, what should I do next? I don't usually plan a lot, but it's exciting because it's all new stuff. It's new kinds of buildings. You know, if you go to a foreign country, might be a new language, new kinds of food. And it's that constant excitement, that constant newness. And that constant newness brings about a rebirth. And rebirthing is the process that will keep you, keep you uplifting and will keep you, keep you in the ascension process. So I'm seeing, so I'm seeing people talking, you know, about change and, and wanting to do those things. And you can do it. It's just this matter of really, really trusting the soul. Um, and you'll know. You'll know if someone mentions, like, for example, someone put a post up one day about this camp in Germany in the woods with, um, you know, kids and art and music. And I almost cried when I saw it. Wouldn't that be awesome to do that? Okay, so that is a sign when you get that feeling that your soul is calling you to go do something. And if you trust it, it will work out. All the, all the, all the excuses that you give to not do something will fall to fall into place. So that's what's happening with me. It's like, okay, well, I've got a dog. Can I really go somewhere with a month? Well, magically someone showed up to watch my dog, you know? And so all these little pieces will just kind of come together for you. But it's that trust, trusting in the soul's guidance that is the key to, to making the magic happen. And allowing, allowing yourself, you know, the goodness to go on that vacation or to do that new adventure, to, to step out of. You know, I wanted to mention a piece about the boundaries and the box we create, there is a lot of value to that, uh, especially when it comes to children. When they're young, they need those boxes so they can feel safe, so they can explore more, so they can um, get really comfortable. And it's good for them to, as they're growing and maturing, and as they get a little bit older, even I've noticed that some of the kids that are more challenged really need the routine. They thrive better with that. So in our younger years, those routines and patterns are really good. They they help to really stabilize a person and help them become confident, you know, until they're they're older, right? And then once you get older, it's okay now. Now it's time to let go of that. 
you know, and, and a lot of times it's those, it's that, that really const- the constructed process um, that's kind of the routine when you're younger that helps, helps you feel stronger so that when you get older, you can let those boundaries down. So, so there is a little great ending to this story. So I kind of asked myself, you know, I, I think I'm out of the box now. I feel pretty good. And I went out dancing and I sat next to a friend of mine and, and he commented and he said, you know, God, whatever you're doing, keep doing it. He said, thank you for getting me out of my box. <laughs> so I knew then that I was out and that's really the you know, one of the greater gifts in all this, as is everything, when when you allow yourself to do something like that, to step out into change and to really be the truth of you, who you are and to follow that soul's guidance, you then carry that energy to others that allows them that same freedom. So not only are you gifting yourself with that, but you're gifting others around you with that as well. And so, you know what, guys, I have a few minutes left and I have the cards of clarity here and I'm going to pull, um, I'm, I'm feeling the Trinity energy. So I'm going to pull three cards for all of us. I hope you are all doing well. I know it can be crazy right now. So much energy, especially in the month of March. And I want to remind everyone who might be listening to this show, there is the Equinox Ceremony. It's coming up. It's at Tulsa Blue Mountain, Ecuador on March 18th through the 20th. And tribes from all over the world are going to be showing up for this. And it's really the celebration of, of all voices coming together as one. It's a celebration of oneness. And it is extremely important right now. As you all know, if you're watching this, we are all co-creators in this beautiful world. And there is a lot of energy right now focused on fear and focused on destruction, whether people are talking about it, whether it's an unconscious energy inside. There's a lot of energy going in that direction and it will continue to co-create because that's what it does. And as we get these amplifications, it creates even more, right? That's just how it does. It gets amplified. And so this equinox is a a key date where the energy is higher. Tosa Blue Mountain has an extremely high, magical, powerful energy and frequency and as many people as possible can come together and focus on oneness, focus harmony, focus on love, and bring about a higher consciousness, we can offset or balance all the other stuff that's going on. You know, this this is the only way we can change things. So please sign up for that. Um, it is a live stream event, so I will put the links in this. And please sign up for the live stream, be there, bring, you know, bring your friends, get as many people as you can to be a part of this. It is crucial for humanity. Okay. So I, now I said I was going to pull some cards. I'm going to pull three cards. Okay. So we have a Trinity. Wow. Almost. So I pulled 
I pulled Archangel 14, which is Sandalfin. And this is like at the top of the pyramid. So I created a pyramid with these with these cards. I'm actually kind of creating my own reading here process with this. Never done it this way before. And I love Sandalfin because Sandalfin's all about fun. And don't we all want a little bit more fun, right? Your prayers are being answered and you have been heard. Pay attention to the synchronicities that are manifesting all around you. Let go of how you believe an answer prayer would be experienced. Let this moment come forward with clear eyes and an open heart. Every action you are taking and every gift being offered to you also bears with it the twin energy of affecting the universal flow. In this moment of divine grace, offer your sincerest sincerest gratitude to the universe. Then with every action, model that gratitude by remembering that it is your presence that will free others to do the same. I believe I just, didn't I, before I pulled that card? (laughs) Okay. And in order for this to happen, right, we need clarity. So I pulled the clarity card, self-ascension six. Clarity comes when we are ready to accept the truth of everything and everyone. You already know the answer to to your question, yet your self-doubt has clouded the clarity that is yours. The area on the forehead between the eyebrows, known as the third eye, is asking you to connect with clarity beyond this world. Yet you must let it know you are ready by accepting your clarity of this world. Begin by calling forth transparency in your life. Do this by committing to being radically honest with yourself. What is your part in this or any other situation? This step takes courage. However, the rewards are beyond imagination and well worth it. Okay. And so the last card and these two cards at the top of the pyramid and the two that are anchoring it, one side is clarity and the other side is Archangel Shamuel. And that's about releasing fear. And of course, that would be an anchor, right? Okay, Archangel 12, take a deep breath. The protection you have been asking for has arrived. It is now time to fully embrace a job well done. Allow yourself to receive protection from fear. For it has only been the energy of fear that led you to believe you needed outside protection at all. What a glorious gift to be free from fear. The time of peaceful living and calm presence is asking you to embrace it. You are ready for this journey and it is a signal that the next step has already been taken. Pay attention, be peace, be calm. Okay. So thank you all for being here today. It was my honor and my pleasure as always. I hope you all have a fabulous week. Namaste. Thank you for listening in to Light Laughter and Lattes. It has been my honor and pleasure. Please visit jerryhab.wix.com and check out my services and my packages. I work with people in person and from a distance. 
and I also give free 15-minute consultations. And so until next week, may your week be filled with light, laughter, and a whole lot of love.